Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey, Rich. Hey, folks. Good morning. What did you just drop? A hard oh. drive. Oh. That's good hope to that, do for hope, it. Hope that doesn't cost me 2600 bucks. We should talk about that in a few minutes. Oh, man, yeah. Well, that's... I mean, it's cool. That is, I mean, I've had the same issue. I can tell my story, which is even more heart-wrenching than yours, if I haven't said it. Let's get there in a second. Let's get there. Yeah. Let, let, do you ever do that? that? I like, think- I wonder I wonder how pastors do that. Like, pastors that speak three times a day. Like, do they, like, halfway through Sermon 2, do they, like, have I already said this joke? <laughs> or is it, like, scripted enough? We got people here from Oregon. I want to go to Oregon so bad, Celeste. I know. I do, too. At least when the world opens up. <laughs> Um, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, so welcome folks to my camera looks. Oh gosh, it looks so good. So today, here's the deal. Today is like the tech update review episode. If you guys have some tech questions, ask us some techie questions today. We're going to talk about some new technology kind of, uh, where Rich and I, cause Rich and I have made some transitions recently, right? We have, we have, and I do do a show inside the photo mentorship called tech talk with Rich where I literally go live an hour a week and just answer techie questions. Tech That's Talk right. with Rich. So this tech is Tech Talk. Talk with Rich and David. Tech Talk with Rich and David. And it's kind of like updating you guys on some of the technology. We thought it'd be fun to like, hey, let's take a moment and be like, hey, here's what's going on. Here's where we came from. Here's, here's where we're moving. Here's why we're transitioning to certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the, the, the gear that we started with was bad. So we're moving back to film. That's the cats out of the bag. We're just That's moving it. back cats to film. We feel like it'd be more not even not even medium format. We're going we're yeah. going Polaroid. We're just going straight Polaroid, you know. And then we'll take an iPhone picture of the Polaroids. And that's your and, digital negative. And then that's your digital negative. And then we'll move them into Lightroom and Picasa. Then edit edit the JPEGs. About Picasa. Yeah, we're gonna not do Lightroom. Yeah, we're getting rid of Lightroom. Picasso, I don't even know what that is. And, uh, and then we're, we will, uh, uh, we'll send emails via Juno mm. to, uh, you remember Juno? I don't know. Or AOL. Yeah, like we'll, we'll get an AOL we'll address. Some of you guys still have an AOL address. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll send you guys an AOL instant messenger. Is that even a thing still? I don't know. I don't know. Not with texting. We're going to start oh, delivering man, pictures. How far the AOL. world has gone since Al Gore invented the internet. Ugh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, hey, folks. Tech questions. We're watching your questions over here on the right. Ask us some techie questions. We're going to talk right, about. To my left. You hush your mouth. Maybe it is left. We're going to talk about <laughs> what tech we're using professionally, what we're reviewing, the new stuff that's coming Suzanne. out. Yeah, Suzanne. Picasso is old. I used it before I was a budding photographer. I was like, oh, Picasso's cool. What do you mean, Anne? What do you mean I'm showing some age? Hey, we are, wow. you know, Rich and I are both millennials, technically, right? Like, because millennials was like 1980 or 1981. I was born in 84. So I'm like technically a millennial. But like, I remember the first 12 years of my life without internet. Same. Okay, so. Remember the modem? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember we had like, I think it was like 14 per 8.8 kilobytes a second internet with that dial-up noise. And then when yeah, we got then, upgraded like, to like called. 28 and then 56K was like, it's blazing fast. You can download a song in only four hours. You know what I mean? Like literally. Napster and LimeWire, man. I used to rip off and steal so much music. I probably I did, shouldn't I, say that on my air. Yeah, we never stole any music when we were 13 years old. <laughs> yeah, never. Um <laughs> Tom is saying, or sorry, Tony is saying, Ooh, how about show Tony. us some, how to process the glass plates from really far back. Now, I don't know how to do that. Now, I did grow up using the darkroom with this camera once. right here. The darkroom? You did it once? No, Just no, once? The plates, the black plates. Oh. No, no. Did you, did you have I, Oakley's I, darkroom classes at all? No, no, but I, I had to take, my college made me shoot film oh. for a year before I could touch a digital camera. It's awesome. It's so great. I think it'd be fun. Dude, you know what I used to do? I, so, like, did yours spin? Did you spin into your darkroom? No. Like, how did the door 
So our door it was spun a two, entirely. It was a two-door thing. Like, you go into one room, then you turn off the light, wait till it's closed, and then go into the thing, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure. I would go into the dark room, like, because that was the only thing at Liberty University that was open, like, 24 hours, because you could develop whenever. So it was, like, next to the library. I would go in there. I would go in there and just hide and wait for somebody to come in and, like, crack open their film can, and I would just reach and touch their hand. Like, I was that guy. Like, you're in there. You think you're by yourself. <laughs> Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like, something rubs your arm. Dude, I, I freaked so many people out and ruined so many rolls of film that way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was mean. Cool. Um, hey, mean. let's um, – let, we're, so we're going to answer a couple of, like, speed questions really quick, all right? And Good then we're going to go into, like, some, some new things that have happened for us. We'll talk about my $2,600 mistake, Rich's similar mistake. And kind of like where we're moving from that. Uh, Whitney Jameson said, I need a new computer. What would you recommend I get? First of all, Rich and I, Rich actually sent me a really interesting link yesterday or the day before. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, um, you know, I'm, I'm using an iMac Pro, which is a big, powerful computer. It's very expensive. It's unnecessary for most photographers. It's more for like video editing and stuff. And I have a I laptop. I have a, I have a MacBook Pro um, that is... I don't know how old, like pretty old, like three or four years old. I'm wondering how old it is. Uh, we're going to start by saying computers are like, uh, they're not supposed to last you 10 years anymore because they get so smart in new technology. Do. Max do. Yeah, My mom has Max a 12 year old computer, but I mean, it's not, it's, she needs to upgrade. No offense, mom. Okay. Let me see you open Lightroom on that 12 year old computer. Yeah, no, it'd be, it would be horrific. Uh, but yeah, so I have an iMac, a regular 27 inch iMac regular and I have a, a 13 inch MacBook Pro. We're about the system. That's where it does it, right? You about the Mac, system. yep. It'll okay. tell you what it says. Eight. MacBook Pro 15 inch 2016. So it's working Amazing. on five years old, you know? Yeah. And it's still good. It was the first computer, I think, to have like where you need the dongles, you know, because it's USB C or Thunderbolt, whatever they're called. This tell now. me about how many dongles do you have? Can I see your dongle? Show me your dongle. <laughs> I'm like wondering how serious of a question this is. I actually have like a pretty cool dongle. <laughs> it's like one that plugs in two things and then like does disperses a bunch of things. Yeah. This is well, my it's dongle. One, it's one pretty simple. Um, it's one, it's one I have of a couple things. dongles. This is my short one. Rich in his sexual in, sexual innuendos. Y'all ever notice that? He no, always, no, 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 Rich no. is always like trying to make me crack. No, He's all, yeah, no. and he he plays it cool, and I'm over here like, you know, like just trying not to. You got, I know you guys see that. I know you guys see it. Rich is a button pusher. He's always, always, always pushing buttons. I like to see that line. I see that new egg box back there. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about in a minute. Why didn't we buy that from B&H? Was it just not available on B&H? Or like the Man, timing so of shipping or something. Yeah, is weird. Yeah, like they they had they didn't have the drives or something, and like Amazon didn't have the bays. Yeah, so, so we had to like, kind of piece it together. All right, all right don't, don't don't give away everything. I was just wondering, like, do they have do they actually have it at B and H or or do they not? Yeah. They okay. Do. Cool. Okay. Cool. Maybe it was a timing thing. Um, okay. So w- when Whitney was asking the question, like, what computer should should we buy? Like, here's the thing: we're Mac guys. You know, Rich and I are Mac guys. I know that PCs are fine, but like. We're Mac guys, so we're always going to recommend we're a Mac. Mac but you need to go to Adobe's website and check what their stats are. I actually have those pulled up, David, if you want me to say Well, them. and I so you sent me an computer. interesting link, and this is kind of like some future stuff. Apparently, the rumor, this is like a Mac rumor or something like that, is that there's a new set of 14- and 16-inch laptops coming out with Apple's new blah, blah, blah chip. I forget what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? They're not using, like, it's Intel's chip anymore, right? They're going to use Apple's new... Very well, fast. M. Yeah, M4, I think. I, and I don't even know what that means, but good, right? Better, newer, something like that. And their new, their 13-inch laptops that just came out has it, but their 16-inch laptops that currently are out, they don't have it. Is that correct, I believe? Correct. And so in Q3 of this year, which would start in September, right? No, Q3. Yeah, no, Q3, Q3. no, Q3 would start in June. August. June, yeah, June. Right? Or July would be Q3. Yeah. July would be Q3. That's crazy. Okay, so uh, I don't know. I wonder when they're going to come out. Anyways, um, supposedly in quarter three of this year um, would be, yeah, because Q3 ends 
July, August, September. So October 1st is the beginning of Q4, whatever. Supposedly in Q3, they're gonna have a new 14 inch and 16 inch laptops that will um, be really fast. So for me, I'm like, you know, my computer's five years old and it's still working pretty freaking good. I mean, I use this main computer to edit stuff on, but my, my four or five year old laptop is still pretty good. And I'm like, I think I can hang on to it for the rest of the year and then wait for Q3, because I've been thinking about doing a laptop update. I was even considering going from 15 inches to 13 inches um, just for portability. Um, but I love a small laptop, I love it. Yeah, do you have, do you have a 13 inch? I did, but before that I had a 12 inch MacBook and I missed the size. I love that mm -hmm. small little thingy. Well, maybe I should try the 14 inch. Yeah, you know, anyway, you need, Adobe says you need at least four gigs of RAM, but they recommend 12, which is hilarious. And they do that for Mac and PC. Um, you need to have 64-bit operating system. Um, you need to have two gigs of hard drive space. And they- Two gigs? Yeah, two gigs of dedicated hard drive space. And you need at least two gigahertz or faster processing. That's what Adobe says Lightroom needs. Lightroom Classic, not Lightroom Sucky. Lightroom Dumb, right? Because there's Lightroom Classic yep. and there's Lightroom Dumb. Well, what, and what we recommend, what we teach in the Lightroom 101 course is to actually not store your computer uh, store your photos on your computer. Um, in Lightroom 101, we teach you to just use the default catalog, but store your photos and, and if you on a, actually an external hard drive. Let's give away a hard drive today. What do you think? Should we do that? We haven't talked about what that we're going to give away. That sounds awesome. Yeah, if you share drive. this Facebook Live recording of the podcast, Robin Peterson or Mel Sasir or Birdie Bry, if you guys share this, I mean, obviously there's lots of people on here. Um, if you guys share this, you're eligible to win my favorite hard drive. Okay. Five terabytes, baby. Five terabytes, USB powered, and it's good. So one of you guys will win that. So share this, share this sucker, and then uh, one of you guys will win it. Because this, and y'all can say, Tech Talk, Rich and David are talking about Tech Talk stuff today. Okay. We're kind of like talking about that junk. Ma says she shared. Talk, Thanks talk, so much. Talk nerdy to us. Talk, talk, talk nerdy. And it should be in a real central voice. Talk nerdy to us. That's that your sensual voice. Good. It sounds like you're yeah. smoking. Like, why is that sensual? I did smoke some cigars last week. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying uh, it's weird that that's where you're. Talk nerdy, dude. Talk, talk nerdy. We should. Yeah, okay. that'd be funny. We we got to do like a new tech talk with Dave and Rich. It'd be fun, and then we like do like real sensual. Okay. Wow. I can't. I'm just not. Apparently, I'm not good at making sexy sensual voices. Like I guess I don't really know. Um, okay. So, so computers. We recommend MacBook Pros. I think you know the iMac is a really yeah. great bang for your buck. Okay, really great uh, because you get a lot of stuff in it in a big screen. So it depends on what you. If you're stationary, like for me, I have my MacBook because I love going to coffee shops and juice bars and riding my bike to places around here to like work remotely. Because in my little photo studio. Um, it's awesome. I love this place, but I like to be just around people. Like I'm a social person. So is Rich. He goes to coffee shops. And so you're using your 13 inch MacBook Pro and going to coffee shops, doing editing, working on emails, follow ups, like all sorts of things like that. Um, and then I like to have like my iMac for like dedicated like editing and stuff like that. But my MacBook Pro, the laptop, um, I can still do good editing stuff. And when I get the new one in like six or seven months from now, I can do. I want to. I, re I remember you and like on that Mercy Me photo shoot I helped you with, which is above your head. Um, you, I think you were working just off of a the laptop then too. Like that's not strange. Like you don't have to have an iMac or a desktop. You can completely edit freely on a laptop. They have enough power. Yeah, if you and buy a, one oh. computer, I think it should be a laptop. I, I with, I'm with you. I had like laptop, and then I had an iMac that I was using mainly for like year starting in like 2009, 2008. I think it was 2008 I got an iMac. And then after four or five years, it like, it just like stopped working for photo editing. So, you know, it's funny. I still have that in my garage and need to get rid of it. Um, Bro, let but, me burn it. Well, yeah, maybe we should burn it. Maybe that'd be fun. Um, yeah, because I need to get rid of it. Because I was like, I don't want to just give it away because my information, I don't know. Um, but, uh, and then I went back to laptop for several years, like probably five or six years, I just had a laptop. And that's probably when we did the Mercy Me shoot, the one that you're talking about, because I've done three or four of them. Um, and, then, and then I've now gone back to where I have like an iMac Pro, uh, which, which is pretty awesome. But I'd say I use my laptop just as much. So, but if yeah. you have one computer, I'd say use, I get, a, get a laptop. Because you know, if you're like me, then you want to be able to have the option to edit at your desk or 
go to someplace. And the, the cool thing about having a laptop is you can buy an external monitor for. That's what Emily McGonagall just bucks. said. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's great. Because so if you need a big screen, if you want a big screen, you can have an external monitor that's sitting on your desk, stationary. If you're like in editing mode, um, or you know, like you can have your laptop portable and just hook it in. That's what I. That's actually what I did for a long time before I had the iMac. I did have a big. Like I have a big. I don't know if I can lift it up over here. Am I gonna unplug anything? Ooh, I don't know if you can see it. I've got a big external monitor over here. There you go. <laughs> Dropping lenses. Um, I know how much stuff is on your desk, which makes this more entertaining It's so for me. funny. I'm like so, I'm so cluttered. I'm like, how many cameras are on your desk? Well, I've got 32. this one. I've got this one. I've got this one. I've got, because we're in the photo mentorship, we want to be able to reference stuff really easy and talk to people. And I've got this one, and I've got this lens, and I've got this lens, and I've got this lens, and I've got stuff on my desk. Emily, Emily, I'll work on that. I need to do it. I'll, maybe I'll do that while I'm in Florida. So, so someone asked a few minutes ago, um, uh, what do you do? Let's see. Bum, 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 bum. Donna Jackson said, what is the best antivirus software to use? <laughs> and listen, I don't mean this as offense, but like, if you get a Mac, you don't need antivirus software. Like, I don't know. I haven't used antivirus software since 2006 because it's I've a had a Mac system. since then. It's a close Apple's system. making Apple software, and they're building the hardware. Like a Toshiba, an HP, uh, uh, Asus, it's a bunch of different open source parts put together in a box. That's why they're vulnerable to infection. Yeah, uh, so Apple you have you, you have system. you have Bill Gates company building, uh, you know, building this thing that's incomplete, which is this software, and then you have a gazillion different manufacturers using this software that kind of sucks to begin with. No offense. But kind of take offense at it, and then you're putting it in, um, you know, like in all these different working, like these combinations of tech. So you have a computer that's, you know, 400 bucks a laptop because you can get really expensive PC laptops, right? Uh, made by Dell or made by whoever. And I'm, I'm not trying to dis. I know, I know, some companies make some really good stuff, but just hear me out for a second. You're having this like bunch of cheap crap thrown together from China, okay? And there's no real consistency to how you configure these things. Sometimes they even look like they have, it has 64 gigs of RAM and blah, blah, blah. And like the processing speed is blah. And I'm like, cool. And then you put Windows on it. And Windows is like just this kind of generic thing that actually, what I've heard has gotten better and better over the years. So to, to be, and, and so you basically have these people that are making this and they know it's incomplete and they know it has bugs. And then you put it with all of these different companies, whether it's Dell or whether it's HP or I don't even know, all these different companies that make computers, Sony, whoever makes computers, right? Um, and they have all these different configurations. And so the software has to be like generic enough to like run on a, you on know, a $80 computer and like on a $20,000 computer. Okay. It's not, they're not married. They're not meant to work together. And so that's why you have all these vulnerabilities and viruses and all these inconsistencies. And, um, and then when you have a Mac, it's like, listen, like I used to be a super Mac fanboy, and now I'm like, less of a fanboy, but it's still the best. It's like, you know, it's kind of like democracy. It's like democracy is a horrible form of government, but it's the best one we've got. You know what I mean? Mm. I forget who said that. I think it was like, I forget who said it. Someone really wise, like uh, uh, someone, I'm not sure. One of our founding fathers or something. Someone like Lincoln or, I mean, I know he's not a founding father, but uh, like someone a long time ago, hundreds of years said, democracy is a horrible form of government, but it's the best one we've got. And it is. United States is the best country in the entire world. Anyways, Mac, one second, Rich. Mac is, uh, you know, is it perfect by any means, but it's the best we've got. It really is. Okay. For creative. And, and, and I want to add one more thing. Sorry. And, and then uh, I'll acknowledge you, Rich. You, you can, you can go on your time. Right? Okay. So my mom um, is 60 something. Um, she still looks like she's 40. 40 You're welcome, something. Lynn. You're welcome, Lynn. Um, but, uh, Anita Lynn Molnar. Her real name is Anita, but she goes by Lynn. Um, Anita Molnar. Anita. Yeah, that sounds weird. Uh, Anita Molnar in my life. You know what I mean? I have too many. Um, have too many. Yeah. So uh, in 2008 or nine, my mom was like every couple years having to spend money on a PC and it was always frustrating. She's always trying to deal with viruses and all this crap. And I'm like, mom, I was like, if you get a Mac, 
you can use the computer for five years, maybe longer. Like it'll work for that long. And she was like, like mind look, cause she uses the computer all the time. And it's just constantly like, she's just churning through crappy computer after crappy computer and trying to find like a good deal on the next HP or gateway computer. I don't know if that's around anymore. Um, and, uh, and I was like, you could use a computer for five years and it would work great for those five years and maybe even longer, who knows? And guess what? That was 13 years ago and she's still mm. using that Mac computer. Now it's old, like she needs to upgrade. No offense, mom, like you really need to upgrade, but it's still kicking. It's still working. How many of you guys have a PC that's lasted more than three years and actually didn't give you any problems? Works great without cussing at it every day. So then when you're like, which antivirus software? No, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I'm just saying like, you get a Mac and it just works. Macs, you know, they build beautiful systems there. They're not perfect, but they build the software and the hardware to work perfectly together. It's like the same company doing it. So that's one of the main reasons to get a Mac. Okay. I'm going to say my okay. piece quick. I'm going to say my piece quick. Go. Go, go, we're go. not, we're not Apple snobs. You, you will rarely find a person that's given Apple a chance and says they hate it. Does that make sense? You lot, you hear a lot yeah. of people say they hate it without ever turning one on just because they hate the cult that is Mac. But for a creative, I went to college with a brand new HP laptop that was decked out and I got laughed out of the room. And I, I was like, no PC's the best. And within that semester I bought a MacBook. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, things, it just, it was so zippy and fast. And I know PCs can get there. Here's the other thing. You cannot Janice compare. Janice says she has one for 10 years. Okay. All right. There you go. You can't compare a $200 laptop, a $200 HP to a $2,000 MacBook. You know what I mean? You can't, you have to compare apples to apples. And that's why you just need to buy an Apple. Next question, David. You know, and, and just, just a thought here on equipment and, you know, clothes and things in life. Like this maybe isn't the best example because this is a $9 t-shirt and I have 30 of them. Um, although I'm testing out some new V-necks. They'll be coming in the mail in the next few days. I might, I might do a complete revamp on a different new V-neck because I've been wearing this one for two or three years. Um, I mean, I, blue V-necks for like 10 years, but I like I, every few years I'm like, I want to try a different one and I'll buy 30 of those. Um, Here's, here's kind of like a thing that I'm changing on. Like you've heard the adage, like I'm too broke to buy cheap stuff, you know, like your time is actually the most finite resource that you have, that we all have. We all have the same amount of time in a day, in a week, in a year, in a month, et cetera. Okay. Uh, we, our lifespans may be different, but like, in other words, like I have 24 hours in the day and so do you. Okay. And when you're doing things like buying a crappy PC because it's cheap, like what you're doing is setting, not all PCs are crappy, okay? I'm not even reading the comments because I'm sure I'm getting some hate about this, but um, they're not yet anyway. But like, think about it. Like, think about I'm too broke to buy cheap stuff sometimes. Like, some photography equipment that we recommend, like the Yongnuo $50, $50 flash versus the $450 or $500 Canon version, like we're saying it's actually better and it's a really good deal. Like I'm not saying buy cheap crap to buy cheap crap because this is not actually cheap crap. But certain things, it's like you should just invest to start with because if my mom, think about this, if my mom is buying a new $1,000 computer every couple years from a PC perspective, Okay, and, and dealing with all the heartache and the viruses and all the problems, like she spent $1,500, maybe 1200 on a Mac 13 years ago, okay? And yes, she should have gotten a new one six or seven years ago now, but like, you know what I mean? Like, if she, like she, like she could have spent $10,000 on computers in the last 13 years, but instead she bought the right computer 13 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you think about like just getting a good deal in the long run, a lot of times like it doesn't actually pan out. It's better to just buy the right thing, like the right pair of jeans that are, you know, a hundred and something dollars instead of a bunch of ones that are going to fall apart and that don't fit and that aren't, don't feel good and all those different things. Like it's better to buy it is to do the research and buy a, a nicer one. I have a buddy of mine buy that's the, just like, the right what's the most expensive one? He just like, he's like, what's the best? What's the most expensive one? Like doesn't look at any other ones. Just give me that one. And that's not always right, but sometimes their life is better. Some, 
sometimes their life is better because of it. And I get it, like there's budgeting and all these different things, but sometimes if you think about like the actual logic of it, it would make more sense to spend $3,000 on a killer kick-A laptop today than spend twelve, fifteen hundred dollars on a on a rockin' PC every year or two, then you're gonna spend mm-hmm. five grand over the course of three years if you get a new PC all the time because your old ones are falling apart, versus just investing in the right one and it being a computer that's gonna last you for the next five years, you know? Like and my, and you have to think about it as a tool yeah. in your arsenal too. Could you yeah. build a house with a hammer and a nail? Yeah, but I'd rather have a, a nail gun. You know what I mean? Like that's who's right. gonna have a happier life? That carpenter hand building and hand driving nails? Or that crew with a, a you know a nail gun. That um, a MacBook to me is my nail gun, um, to get it. me nailed it to get me there quicker. Yeah. Hey, I didn't mean this. Like I'm not mean. I don't mean this to shame any of you guys. I know a lot of y'all are saying like Janice was saying she's had a PC for ten years. I'm like, you're the only person I'll, I've ever heard of. <laughs> like, uh, like, wow, I can't believe it. But, I don't mean um, to shame you, but shame. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to shame you, but feel shame. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, like, like Amy was saying, I was working on a six year old Mac or uh, PC. Like, it's fine. We're, I'm just saying, like, when you're thinking about investing in the future, try to just invest in the right things that are going to be a long term play. It's better to buy, you know, the right thing and wait a little longer to buy it than it is to buy a bunch of cheap crap, cheap crap that keeps on breaking over and over again. Um, okay, Rich. Um, couple things i want to talk about hard drives and i also want to talk about new cameras and webcams and stuff like that what do you think okay you, you go first what, what do you guys want to hear about would you guys rather hear about our beautiful web camera setup first or david's awesome banging system that he's about to get okay so um the uh let's see i don't know are we getting comments yes um Let's hear about your hard drive. Let's hear about your story that made this hard drive thing. Like, why why is there a box of hard drive junk in your office? <laughs> My kids will find a way to get a virus into that. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Like, but I'm talking about you guys. Like, I'm not saying buy your kids $3,000 laptops. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, like, buy a Chromebook, it. let them break it, but get a new one. Sure, yeah, sure. But I'm saying, like, for your business or whatever. Um, okay to invest in yourself david yeah it's okay to i mean i'm i'm seeing some crazy things like paul is saying his pc is 11 years old and he has one at work for 15 years old i don't know how you do it good for you you can have it <laughs> like uh but i mean it's impressive like i'm like okay all right you know maybe pcs are better than they used to be but i'm not gonna find out <laughs> not anytime soon anyway um okay so here's the deal we're giving away this hard drive later and no hard drive is perfect, okay? No hard drive is perfect. That's why, I'm not gonna bite this. Um, that's why you wanna back stuff up, okay? In our Lightroom 101 course, we explicitly talk about how you should have your photos in at least three places. On two hard drives, okay? Identically backed up raw files on two hard drives, and then your final exported JPEGs should be backed up online, whether it's Shootproof or Pixie Set or Google Drive or Dropbox or Google, like, I don't care. I mean, I use Google Drive personally, but I don't care. The point is, is that you have your working files, your raw files, backed up in two places identically because hard drives fail. I don't care how good they are. They all fail at some point, okay? So you have them double backed up. And then you have your final edited images backed up online. Like that's the minimum, okay? So if you get one hard drive, you need to have two. Good news for you is these are $100-ish each, $110, $120, or something like that. So it's not the end they of the world to, to buy two. What's that? They used to be like a billion dollars. Yeah, they, used they, to they, be keep so on getting, they keep on getting more inexpensive, okay? So you need to have them double backed up. What if your house burns down? And both of them are in the same place. Then you're screwed because both of your backups are in the same place. So you might want to consider putting your backup hard drive at your office. You might want to consider putting your backup hard drive in a fireproof safe. You might want to consider something else, okay? But that's why you have, you have your working files backed up here, okay? And then you have your final images, your high-res JPEGs, backed up online. 
Okay, so if for some reason, God forbid, one of these or both of these fail, you do have your final JPEGs, which are a smaller file size and their final edits and stuff like that, backed up online. So people put the raw files up online too, like I ain't that baller. Okay, so that's the point. So that three places. Time. I don't have that much upload time in my life. Yeah. Can imagine how long that would take. Yeah, oh raw gosh. files take up a lot of space. So, and, 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 and I don't know, it's kind of a little bit unnecessary. I mean, well, you can I back up like your portfolio or your best raw files or something, yeah. but like not all of your raw files are from all time. Um, I put one in my car because I always have my car with me. One of these lives mm -hmm. in the glove box in my car. Yeah. I pretty much keep really? my hard drive with me in my backpack at all times. Then I keep another one here at the office um, and one of that. Anyways, um, but here's the deal. The other day, and so when I'm, when I'm doing photo shoots or anything for work, um, you know, for creating content for you guys, whatever, I'm always, always, you know, following my system of double, at least double backing stuff up and then putting the final images online. I always do that. But sometimes that gets tricky when you're shooting just everyday photos, like, and they're not like actual photo shoots with an actual individual folder for like Rich Coleman's family portraits. Like that's a photo shoot. And then it's easy to follow the process that I talk about in Lightroom. But sometimes if you just did 10 photos here, 10 photos here, and then you download the card like later on and you haven't, you haven't gotten the, taken the time to organize your photos from the last couple months that are like you finally get the time to download the card. We all know how life happens, okay? Um, with my wife, she was like downloading photos and hadn't like finished organizing them yet. So she had her hard drive at the house and we had a backup hard drive but it hadn't been backed up in like a year or something. And that's one of the things where I probably should have taken more, but, I, but I'm like, you gotta do it. Like I just, I, 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 like there's so much stuff in my head, like it's hard for me to manage her photos in addition, okay? So here's what happened. We had her photos backed up to a certain point, but a lot of the photos from, I think the end of 2019 till mid 2020 weren't backed up in a different place. It, with the exception of the photos that were finished. Like when Rich Coleman did a photo shoot of us, we had that on that hard drive and the raw files were there, but then we had finished exporting the JPEGs. Those were backed up safely online. So any like photo shoots like that were all safely online, but the raw photos weren't backed up from like a certain six or seven month period, weren't backed up on an external hard drive, a, a second external hard drive. They weren't backed up locally, okay? Only the final photos from that time frame were backed up on Google Drive, okay? So those were no problem. What that means is that her everyday photos of like our daughter turning six months or eight months and she's like taking a photo in a pretty dress or like the first day of school, like the important photos to our family story wasn't backed up for this certain period of time because throwing my wife under the bus yet, she didn't back it up. She's like, I like showed her how to do it. Here's your second hard drive. Here's how you do it. And then she just didn't do it because she's a busy mom of four little kids that are screaming all the time. I love my kids, but it's true. You know, it's like, so, you know, uh, you know. And then what happened? The inevitable happened. One of these hard drives that I love so much, I have tons of them. It's the only one that I've ever had fail. It failed. And it started going downhill. And I was like, crap, like I need to back these photos up because I don't think this certain time period is backed up. And we started doing it and then it literally failed. So then what did we do? Well, we did everything we could to recover it. We sent it to Rich's friend, actually. Uh, and he was like, this, this hard drive it, shot. Yeah. This hard drive yeah. shot, we had to send it to Drive Savers. Is that what it's called? Drive Savers. There's a few different brands out there. Drive Savers was able it's to recover uh, something for, you know, hard drive for Rich. He can tell you that story. And on this situation, it cost us $2,600, $2,600, which is mind-blowing to recover those six months of photos, I was just like, this is your Christmas present, honey. Like, we're not, I mean, this is like, I mean, that's like the most expensive Christmas present ever. Anyways, like, so we, and it took them like a month and a half because they had to send it off to like their other lab and like all this crap to replace the $100 drive. It's like, just have a freaking second one, another $100, $110, whatever it is, and have it identically backed up. It would have saved us so much heartache. Okay. Mm. Now, to be clear, and, I have my I professional you, photos your backed wife up. Mad at you. Yeah, and I'm she's like, I didn't do it. It's your. She and she's like, yeah, she's like blaming me, and I'm like, I told you to back it up, you know. Like, anyways, uh, so that's what happened, and um, and then so now we got it recovered. Drive Savers sent us a brand new hard drive. They recovered everything. Thank you, Jesus. 
we're all good, and now it's like quadruple backed up. <sighs> but. but what it made us realize is that like, and the, one of the things that I've been thinking about for a long time is um, I used to have a system where all of my photos for all time were like safely with a RAID system backed up. Um, where if one hard drive could fail or whatever, like it was backed up and they're all in one place. Because right now I have so many photos over the years, they're actually on several hard drives and several ones are backed up. I didn't have one system to rule them all, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, like it's great to have a hard drive like this for portability, but for long-term backups, like it, five terabytes for me, I can fill that up pretty quickly in like a year or so. So if you have like, if I'm shooting for 15, 20 years, I'm gonna have a lot of hard drives. You know what I mean? Um, especially as files, uh, file sizes increase, hard drives are increasing too, but you know, like I think uh, when I'm shooting my Canon R5, I feel like the raw file is like 50 or 60 megs a piece. Um, it's, a lot of, so, it's a lot of data. I mean, comp considering like raw files back in the day were like five or six megabytes a piece like 10 years ago or so. So what we just did, and we should get sponsored by them or not, we just paid for this silly stuff, is we just got, and I haven't set it up yet, I'm about to, AKA I'm about to in two weeks. <laughs> I probably, I think I'll set it up before that because I want to get it done. Uh, but maybe I'll wait for Rich to let him set up because he's our tech expert. We bought, Rich did the, Rich did the researcher and I told him like, Hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, yeah, these are piece these things together. It's really good. Uh, and then your friend is Jeremiah, right? Jeremiah, Jeremiah my tech guy, your tech guy helped us kind of like gave us his two cents. Like, yeah, this will be great for you. We got two identical systems, two, two identical systems, one for the house and one for here. Very expensive, okay? But I'm your photography mentor and I don't want that stuff to ever happen to me again, okay? So um, I'm investing a lot of money, about $3,000 per system, 31, 3,200 per system, something like that. So that means $6,000 plus for this. And I'm gonna keep one setup here at my office and one setup at my house. So if my house burns down, it's all at the office or vice versa, all these different things. And the system is going to be a RAID 5 system. Is that correct? RAID 5, which means this is the way it works. Okay. This is interesting. It's super nerdy, but please pay attention. Like yeah, this makes me it's, happy. It's super nerdy. I'm going I'm to just throw it around. They're not hard drives in there. Well, I'm going to raise my desk up for a second. That's also a nerdy. You raise me up. Okay, that way I can stand up for a second. Let me get my uh, my, my stand-up mat, my 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 foot saver. Agro mat. It's kind of like the thing you put near your dishes, like so you can have like little flex, little bounce. Okay, so we got this. I haven't even opened it yet. The the thing, the handle broke. It is the Synology DS4200 or something like that. 4200 D plus. It is a four. DS4200 plus. It is a four bay RAID system. Correct. Disc Synology disc. It actually, it actually so has five hard drives in it, but yeah. So it's a Synology disc station, okay? I got two of these, and they're not, these are only like 500 bucks, right? For the thing, for five, like the housing. Yeah. The housing yeah. and the software. David, as, as you show this, you mean to simply explain how RAID works, or are you going to do that? No, you go for it, man. So um, the way a RAID system works is there's four hard drives in that machine, and it partitions them into five pieces so that at any point a hard drive can fail, and you put in, you hot swap. You take out the broken hard drive or the one that's giving you a problem. You plug it in, and that system will rebuild itself. So it's a foolproof backup system. Like I personally run a RAID 2 at my house. Like I, I have a RAID 3, I mean. I have a RAID 3 at my house underneath my desk. It's a lot smaller and a lot simpler. But David. As is his, everything. His, yeah. <laughs> Mine's a little. <laughs> Mine can catch on fire and I'm out because that's only in, internal. Too. But one of the hard drive fails. I still have the other hard drive. It is mirrored. David's system, each of the hard drive is positioned so that all that data is spread out over the whole system. And if any hard drive fails at any time, you put in a new one and it rebuilds the information automatically. It's quite brilliant and quite sexy. 
Here, here, here's simply put. We're going to put four hard drives in here, and Seagate just came up with 18 terabyte hard drives. So four times 18 is, what's the math, 70-something? I, I went to Mania. I don't know, four times 18. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Uh, 40 plus... 40 plus, what, 32? 72. So that's 72, right? Okay. Um, so there's going to be 72 terabytes in here. But here's the deal. You have four, four hard drives, and you don't, you're not going to have 72 total amounts of space because the way that it works, just think of it as magic. You're going to have about 50-something terabytes of storage, okay? I don't know what Correct. it is, 52, 53, something like that. Um, so basically, instead of it being 72, it's going to be 50-something that I can fill up. And if any of these fail it's okay, everything's backed up. But here's mm -hmm. the deal. I'm gonna have this at my house where one of the hard drives could fail and I'm all good, no problem. I just get a new one, replace it, swap it out. Cause like the three hard drives can handle all the 50 something, okay? And, um, and I'm also gonna have this identical setup at my house and they're gonna talk to each other back and forth and synchronize, make sure they're identical through the it's interwebs. It's like having your own cloud. It's like your own cloud. Yeah. So it's gonna like, I have all my photos here, all my wife's photos here, and then I'll also have all my photos underneath my house, at my house, okay? So all the, all the photos, and it will be, we'll make sure it is identical at all times. So if a hard drive fails in my house, no problem. I got it here backed, basically double backed up here. And I, so I'm also having, I'm basically having a quadruple backed up. That's kind of the way to think about it, right? So I'll have it double backed up in my house and I'll have it double backed up here so if my house burns down, no problem. I mean, there's problems, but you know what I mean? Like these photos will be safe here at the office and vice versa. All right. So it's simple. What Pretty it's impressive. It's, a great, it's the, it's like the best backup system and it took a $3,000 mistake or oversight from David for him to realize. I should have just, I mean, cause, you know, yeah. I mean like that was, how, that was the price of one of those systems. Your mess up was about the price of one of those systems. I know. And, and I mean, all I, all we really had to do is just, I mean, buy a, I mean, a simple way is like just spend $200 total on this hard drive and this hard drive and make sure they're backed up whenever you do a shoot, you know, or once, yeah. a, once a week, once a month, something like that, whatever your, your frequency is. That, that could do it. And then if you want, you keep one at your office, one at your house. This is a very simple way to do it. This is a and, little bit and, more complex, but I'm going to be able to have all my photos since I started taking photos in like 2003 uh, when I like started taking digital photos was 2003, 2004. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna have all the years for 17 years. Am I doing that math right? 17 yes. years, all in this one place. And I'll be able to access all of my stuff from all history and all time. For a lot of you guys, you may be able to put all your photos of all time on a five terabyte hard drive, but just buy a second one so it's backed up. Okay. It's a great system. I love it. Yeah. I love well, it, I love it. We'll let you know how it goes. Here's the thing. Um, a hard drive is mechanical. It spins, just like the engine in your car. You buy a brand new car. Eventually, it might be five years from now. It might be 100 years from now, and it depends on how you treat it. But eventually, it's mechanical. It will break. There's hardware in here spinning. So just get in the habit. Let it Make it, a, make it like editing your pictures as part of your workflow, delivering your pictures as part of your workflow, Backing up your pictures needs to be in a severely, extremely important part of your workflow. It's the first thing I do. I take the pictures. I come home from a wedding after being there for 10 hours. I get to my office at 1 a.m. I back up pictures that night to three places because David's wife got mad at him. But imagine a client that you ruined the memory of their wedding or their first kid's steps or their first family photos, the last family photos with grandma, the power behind the thing that we are capturing is huge and we need to make it part of our workflow to keep those memories intact. So I, I love that. that. Yeah, that's great. And so one other thing I'd want to, there's a lot of people that are like afraid to ever delete photos off their memory card. Um, and, but I want to say something about that. And we talk about this in the Lightroom 101 course, but, um, it's a good idea to wait to delete the photos on your memory cards. Memory cards are cheap too these days, or, or at least, you know, SD the, the SD, yeah. SD cards are pretty inexpensive. Um, so it's a good idea to like have an extra 64 gig or one ter uh, 128 gig card so that you can do your next wedding or your next photo shoot without writing over your most recent one. You know what I mean? So in other words, 
what I do is I don't delete the photos off my memory card of the most recent shoot until it's double backed up at least. And usually I try to give it a week, you know, um, meaning like, I, let's say if I do a wedding on Saturday and it's on a 128 gig card, I can put the entire wedding on that one card. So that's great. And I have an, a second card or a three year, I have 10 cards, but you know, a second card that I shoot the next wedding on. I don't, I don't erase the most recent wedding until I have double backed it up and finished it and then also backed it up in the cloud. I know that can, that can be complicated, but here, here's the point. Like basically have enough memory cards so that's an extra backup just in case that you can keep temporarily for a week or so. Like Rich is saying, that, so that's a way I actually, I do keep a triple backed up, I just don't really think about it. I just try to give it a little space before I delete and format that card. So that's kind of mm. like the worst case scenario you also have it on that memory card for the extra week or so until you format it. Now that's not it, to say it, that's not to say you should never format your cards. Like you absolutely should, but it's like just for peace of mind, you could be like you could buy an extra forty dollar memory card to shoot the next you know the next photo shoot, so that you can keep the old one here for that extra week while you're finishing editing the previous you know photo shoot or wedding or whatever it is, and you know that it's double backed up on at least two hard drives. And it's the final images are up online for your clients. And then now it's technically in four places. So you can delete that original memory card place where it was. Sorry, Rich, what were you going to say? I was showing that to Mel. People are asking, like, how do you know? I, my dime bag. It's my drug bag that I like. This is a shoot. This is a, a shoot on this bag. And there's another bag with another shoot on it. But yeah, backups are great. And we just want to we just want to harp on that. Um, I do want to get to our web camera setup before. Yeah, let's do it. Leave if you want to. Let's do it, David. Love it. Okay. Um, do you have your box? Do you have your box of stuff? I do. I have it. I have it. Show me your junk. Show me your package. I'm not going to react to that. So me and David I are both tried it using. Yet, but... Yeah, me and David are both using Canon RPs right now with 35 millimeter lenses. And the reason, and mine, if you notice from podcast past, mine was not the best signal. So we are using the Elgato Cam, Cam Link 4K. Cam Link 4K. Cam Link 4K, and that just plugs into your USB, and that lets you plug your camera through your HDMI cable and gives you a clean HDMI out. Um, now there was a little bit of nerdiness in figuring out this system. I tried USBing in from the camera to the computer like a tether and it wasn't giving me a clean HDMI out. It was only giving me 320 or 480p output, which wasn't very, very high def. So now whether I'm on a Skype call, a Zoom call, or a podcast or like my camera, my computer thinks that this is my web camera. And that's why I have a full HD output. And we did that through the Elgato. I want to say it was 120 bucks. Yeah, CamLink 4. So it, it, and this cable some, is what, a few, 10 bucks or something? Few, yeah, a few bucks. I just I got the springy one. It was an extra dollar just because it, it looked nice and had a right angle so I can still see my screen. Ooh, that one looks like a big right angle, though. It's going to block part of the screen, huh? It, just a little. It was the only one they had, sir. You'll find one. Oh. I guarantee you after this, you'll go online and find like the flat, perfect yeah. one. But yeah, um, it's just an H, that cable David has is an HDMI to camera HDMI connection. So simply, he has a camera that can be any web camera, any camera that has a video option. He plugs the HDMI cable into his camera and into this capture card. And the software looks perfect and it works great. It was plug and play. I didn't have to download anything. And all of a sudden, the camera in your hand is now a web camera. And for those of you that, I mean, the world's turning very remote. If you want to have a better web camera than your coworkers and you want people to wonder, wow, how does he look so good? And how do you get that creamy depth of field? It's because I'm shooting at F2 right now, meaning the hole in my lens is pretty open. Yeah, thanks for being so open about that, Rich. Um, yeah, I'm shooting at F2 as well. And so here's the cam link. It's just a little thing. I, I haven't, Rich has tested this out. I'm about to 
plug it in. But this, um, you know, this software that we're using works, but works with just a USB cable tethering. But um, but if I try to use like Zoom or just like any sort of webcam, it doesn't work. For, it doesn't work correctly, at least not with the current tech. So we're using this hundred dollar, hundred twenty dollar piece, and so you plug in this like that, and then just plug this into your camera. And then it'll work like a webcam, right? Pretty simple. It just, it just works. It just works. But then you it's have to like turn off some of the playability. Output. Yeah. So the, the what I actually had to do is because we're nerds. Like it literally it's shows you like, yeah. It literally will show you what your camera sees. So I had to turn off all the display because it said like, no I'm card. I'm gonna try to do it right now. See if it F8. works. It'll work. You have to be in live view, David. What's that? You have to be in live view on that camera, just so you okay. know. For the video we'll to work. If, we'll see if the. Um... Yes, Tony says, would that be needed to do live through camera? Yeah. So I'm using a, a separate microphone, but my camera is the Canon RP, and it has great auto focusing. Like it's tracking me right now, and it does a great job. Canon's dual pixel autofocus is. Banging. It took them a while to catch up with Sony, but their dual pixel autofocus on these newer cameras from the last two, three years is sexy. Dude, check this out. All right. So I just tried it for the first time. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So you have to go into settings to lose, but like that's, this is going to be cool for teaching. Like you can see through the viewfinder. And I'm using a different camera and all sorts of stuff, but it's interesting. Yeah. You might want to focus on your eye, not your ear. if we, well, I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you can see here. I'm like, oh, show them your setup. That might be kind of cool. Let them see your art setup. setup. So there's the RP right there. This is this. I, I'm like, my tether is so short because of your stupid curly cable that you bought me. <laughs> like I can't, I can't move it. Next um, time I'll buy you a nine foot cable to keep behind your desk. There you go. All right, let's let's see if I can change the exposure here. Is it on aperture priority or something? Okay, it's on TV. It's on one. No, it's on manual. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. There you go. All right, there we go. Sweet. Look at that soul pad. I love it. My wife, my wife is over it. Um, okay, so uh, how do I change the settings? On that, put on, on that, put, I don't, put, put me on the spot. I don't know on a T. I mean, you have to go into menu and turn off to clean and, HDMI. And turn out. off a bunch of stuff. Okay, cool. So we won't do that right now. That's okay. Oh, but look, it's cool. I'm, I'm, oh, it's, it's showing you everything. It's showing my screen. That's awesome. That's really that cool. cool. Yeah, that thing cool. I sent you, I also, I mean, not to talk about new tech, but Alex Workman sent me that ninja whatever oh, yeah. thing, and that's going to mm-hmm. work perfect. So it's in my Amazon mm-hmm. cart whenever I get the green light. Reading a book called Oh, Green dude, that's going right to be now. sick to like have that up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you can see the back of the camera. So if I change the shutter speed, you can see it there. This is going to be great for teaching. Sorry, guys. We're like geeking out here like in real time. Um, yes, Tony asked, Rich, is that Canon's mirrorless camera? So Canon has a bunch of mirrorless cameras, uh, specifically the R line. Okay, so there's Canon R, there's R5, yeah. R6, RP, and then a couple other variations. And the M line yep. as well. I haven't used any of the M cameras. If I'm they're great. Honest. I mean, if it's for a web camera, like David, you could set that. What is that? A T6? You could set that T6 up on a 50 millimeter. You have mm-hmm. a the best. I mean, your web camera would look better than anybody's for 300 bucks, and that's camera included. Like, yeah. We're, the reason we're using RPs is because we move around the studio a lot, and it just like it's tracking my focus. It's quite impressive, actually. That it is. It is following my eye. We're just trying to step up our stuff. So a couple things, we switched our webcams recently. I'm in the process of switching over my hard drives. And one of the other things is I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be um, kind of getting rid of a lot of equipment here soon because my studio is pretty small and I'm gonna be just making a transition on a few things. So maybe we'll have kind of like a really good sale for everyone to be able to pick up some of David's, some of my equipment for like really cheap if anyone wants you know, to change some stuff. Professional always. If you buy from a professional, typically it's going to be better cared after. Mm. Somebody typically. that like values the glass of that lens, they're going to be they baby mm-hmm. it. I literally have two cameras from my friend Sarah Diember, amazing photographer. Um, she had two cameras at her office that she said were broken. I fixed them in her office and then I cleaned them. This is a 40D. Look how clean this thing looks. So awesome. 
cleaned it yesterday. So That's what I do. Okay, so we talked about webcams, we talked about MacBooks, we talked about hard drives, we talked about a bunch of tech. I'm sure we didn't answer anywhere close to all your questions. This is fun. Maybe we should do a, uh, another tech talk next week. What do you think? It could be really fun. Yeah, if you, I tell you what, we can um, we can schedule it earlier in the week and say drop your tech questions, and then you guys mm-hmm. can pre-ask us questions in the post. That way, you guys are getting your questions answered. Um, it's a, it's harder when you have hundreds of people online, um, but like on tech talk within the photo mentorship. I try really hard to get all the questions answered. What did she say? Well, she's saying, if you want to sell your R5, like, that's not the point. Like, I'm, like I just, I just upgraded to the R5. So, I mean, like my Canon 5D Mark IV is awesome, but I don't necessarily need it anymore now that I have the R5. You know what I mean? Um, so there's a few things like that, some lighting equipment, some things like that. But yeah, next week we could, um, we could ask, we could post the, the tech talk questions and we could try to, we could do like instead of doing the long rants about the hard drives and stuff, we could try to do like a lot of rapid fires and a bunch of tech speed talks. round, like speed round. Let's do tech talk speed round next week for the podcast. Does that sound fun? Sounds good to me. Awesome, you rock. Well, should we just get out of here, or should we still give away that hard drive? Let's give away a hard drive. All right. I have no idea who who our winner is. It's on Slack. I hope this person really desires this. <laughs> you know. Desires to win. Oh, I didn't see it. I just, I, there's, I get your, I get your humor though. I just try to lace my jokes with like all sorts of inside information. You know what I mean? Like I like to be lacy like that. You know? I mean, it's whatever the hakala I want to do. Your, what's, you know? your, what's your favorite kind of underwear, David? Lacy. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, was, I'm like. Um, I need an, I, I, you know, I, I've found Bomba socks, which I do love. That's like my new favorite sock. I always try to, I always try to figure out like, okay, what's the one shirt that I'm going to buy a hundred of? I'm just kidding. 30 of what's the one pair of socks that I'm going to buy 20 pairs of, you know, like I'm a one Puma pair guy. of pants. Puma. Yeah, no, actually, you know what? In all fairness, I am wearing Pumas right now because Costco is special, but um, these are good. These are like my, it's warm out socks. But like, if it's like slightly chill, I wear my Bombas ones. But um, I'm trying to figure out that for underwear now too. So I know that's a little TMI, but I'm like, uh, you know, trying to figure it out. Bro, have you switched? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get TMI. Do you, are you compression yet? Once you go compression, do mm. you have compression underwear yet, bro? I'm. What's? Uh, tell me what size you are. You guys have no idea what you're getting into now. here. It's awesome. What's that? Compression. Compression. I switched to for weddings. I have the most perfect wedding outfit that I don't sweat in. Mm. It's the best. But I switched like five years ago to compression underwear mm-hmm. with the pocket in the front. Let's see it. Put for, it on your pants real quick so we can see what you're talking about. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do, don't do that. You what? I'm going to send you a link on Amazon. It, I mean, I'm telling you, David, it changed my life. <laughs> changed my yep. life. Okay. Thank you for compressing that segment. <clears throat> Not much to compress. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's give away the star drive. <laughs> I mean, your nickname is Little Little Dick, so, you know, there you go. All right. So, the winner today, if y'all remember all the puns a little bit ago, so we said we lacy our comments and we do whatever the hakala we want, and I hope this person really desires the thing, the hard drive. The winner is, camera shake, Desiree Hakala Lacey. Hakala Lacey. Desiree Lacey. Desiree. I hope you really desire this. You're awesome. Tech Talk with David and Rich, impromptu style, this week, part two, speed round, coming at you in one week. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, by the way. I know. My son was almost named Martin Luther Coleman. Not after that Martin Luther, but after the Martin Luther that Martin Luther King Jr. was named after. But I like them both. I like both Martin Luther's. Mm. There you go. They're both awesome. They're great. Incredible men. All right, folks. You guys are amazing. Have a fantastic day. Hey, if you're not a member of the Photo Mentorship, what the heck are you waiting for? What the heck are you waiting for? You can hear us talk about underwear a lot more. It's great. It's, it's all great. If you watch, David, I know you don't know this, but did you see the Higgs where I took my pants off? I didn't see that part. You must have missed it. <laughs> Shooting a car at night. <laughs> there if you, you want to see Rich Coleman pantless, it is it is out there on the web. So, there you go. 
There Congratulations. You we love you guys. Hey, appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. And we'll see you later this week um, inside the photo mentorship if you're photo mentorship members. And we have some see really exciting, you. really exciting things coming out in the photo mentorship soon. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com.